Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy, and today is Thursday. Thursdays are for me to share from a traditional teacher's perspective so that you can use my knowledge, apply it, modify it, get inspired by it, or completely ignore it. But I'm here for you to take some stress off and so you can do what you do so well. My greatest desire is to equip you for every situation and help you abolish all doubt. So with that, today's topic I'll be talking about is what homeschooling is and what homeschooling is not. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea, pen and paper, because you're going to want to take notes. And let's get into the podcast. Let's start with what homeschooling is and what homeschooling is not. Well, what homeschooling is, is your choice and your child's choice of what is to be learned. Your child gets a chance to explore their interests, their likes and dislikes. They get to figure out also the way they learn and you get to figure out the way they learn. You, mom and dad, get to choose your lifestyle. In a nutshell, that is just a preface. And now you're probably wondering, how will I ever know what my child's learning style is? I never studied this. But you actually have, mom and dad. You just didn't do it in a classroom setting. Unlike a doctor, teaching can be a do-as-you-go profession. There's been many times that I was given a curriculum or a topic to teach that I had never taught before, and I learned as I went. Yesterday, I was on an interview, and my interviewee really encouraged parents not only to take their child or children out of the public school system, but to take some time to get to know your kid. Six months to a year. And I was like, whoa, that kind of blew my mind. As she talked about it, she made great points. Get to know your child. Deprogram yourselves with what you know as learning or as an educational setting. Deprogram yourself. Let's talk about what are some of these learning styles. I'm gonna go briefly, there's four, and there are more ways of talking about them, but I'm gonna keep it really simple, training wheels today. Talk about the visual learner. So visual learners, they love to see and observe things that they're learning about. Visual learners use pictures, diagrams, They like written directions so they can access the information. This style of learning has also been called spatial. The students who are visual or spatial learners, they like to draw, make lists, and take notes in order to interact with and process the information. Supporting these types of learners, you can use whiteboards, blackboards, a projector, where you can project information onto a screen. You can use you can use assignments that ask the learner to make pictures or diagrams, and this would really bring the information to life for them. Provide class notes. I personally like sketch noting. For me, it's faster. And since we think in pictures, it is so ideal to give your child the ability to do that. There's a free sketch noting course by a woman named Emily Mills. I will put the link below so you can find it. 
it is fascinating how you can take notes so quickly and just create a picture of it. Also, handouts that your child can follow along with is really a great way to integrate for visual learning. Especially visual learners have a tough time with just lectures. It's hard to just sit there and listen and process the information, they would probably need a little bit more time. I'm actually a visual learner. As I get going, it comes faster and faster for me. Don't lose hope on that. Your child will begin to learn faster and faster. They just need time to explore their learning and become more familiar with it. The next learning style is auditory learning. These learners learn best by listening and relating information to sound. They prefer to listen to a lecture or a recording. They also think out loud. They speak through a concept in order to dive into it. That 100% is not me. I literally would get tied up in my own thoughts. <laughs> I have to have it written. I process way before I speak it out loud. So I think it's really fascinating how an auditory learner is most likely your most vocal student in class. They also may be the ones who read out loud to themselves and they often repeat what is said to process what the directions are. Great ways to support them. Give them lots of time for discussion because they will get more out of their lesson if they're able to talk it through. This is obviously a style of learning that does not work well in a public school system, right? Imagine quarter of the class, 36 people in all, and those kids are all processing information like that. It probably would be like a cacophony of sounds. It does, however, work well in a debate or a controlled discussion because they would wanna also hear what others have to say and share their ideas in order to learn and process the information. But when you have just your children or a small group of inspired learners, this type of learning can be extremely dynamic and manageable. It's also a question answer process that would benefit them as well. Watching videos about a topic and listening to audiobooks and recordings, all of these are excellent for an auditory learner. Next one is reading, writing, learning. As we learned before, visual learners can also learn by reading and writing. The difference here is that these learners like to learn using just the written word versus a visual learner who also needs pictures, drawings, and the like to express themselves. But the reading and writing learner prefers to express themselves through writing. They also like doing all things written. So they enjoy reading articles, writing in diaries and journals. They are also said to be experts with search engine phrasing. So if you have one of those children and you're looking to do some research, this kid would be perfect. And also they like tapping into old school encyclopedias. They have like a hunger for knowledge and they get it through reading. To support them, interestingly enough, they're the ones who do really well in institutionalized schooling, standardized testing, uh, the traditional education system. It caters basically to this type of learner because they learn by reading and writing, by researching. All these things are quiet and calm. So these students are not 
as vocal as auditory learners. They express themselves with the written word and give this learner the time to write their answer and work through their thoughts on paper is highly beneficial. Now, the last learning style I'm going to talk about is the kinesthetic learner. So kinesthetics learn by experiencing and doing. This is really great when it comes down to homeschooling because you can experience everything and do everything. These learners like to use their hands, their bodies as learning instruments. They often act out events using their hands as they talk. A kinesthetic learner may even seem a little wiggly in a classroom. Students who are particularly good athletes or dancers may be kinesthetic learners because they are adept at following the directions of a game or a dance by using their body. And they're almost, I think, like these guys are like made for homeschool. To support them, you would have them learn through movement. Ask them to act out loud scenes from a book or use movement. A great example is to have a kinesthetic learner walking in place or pacing in a small area while they're trying to learn facts or memorize things. After that, the learning will be associated with movement of some kind. You can use this when teaching vocabulary and using total physical response method. It's also called the TPR method, that students learn more when they are playing and moving around. So this is very beneficial for all students. If your child is an, a kinesthetic learner, they'll probably connect with something physically and can use that to understand the information that may be a little more abstract and theoretical. And that type of information can be a little bit more hard to conceptualize. So if you have a kinesthetic learner, they're going to engage with the material by using movement. So they'll become part of it, internalize it, and eventually have a really complete understanding of it. Now, if you took this time to get your child's learning style and also remember, you can have a child that has two different types of learning styles for different subjects. I also don't think it would take you that long to figure out how your child learns best. I feel like you've been doing that all their life. So you have a good understanding of when they've caught on to information and when they are tuning out. Truthfully, you may learn the same exact way they do. And this might actually be a learning experience for both of you, which would be pretty exciting. But I would say taking the six months to a year would really be for deprogramming, getting to know a new routine, understanding what this routine would look like, what it would feel like, what you would want it to be like, deciding the kind of life you'd, you guys want to live, lots of trial and error, trying things out to see what works best. So that way, when you do embark wholeheartedly in the homeschooling arena, you're not stressed out. You'll know what kind of curriculum would work. You're not guessing. And you would have built such a beautiful relationship with your child that you would never have imagined could have been possible. What homeschooling is not. Homeschooling is not school at home. You're not just changing locations and doing the same exact Thing that they would be doing in a traditional school environment. I actually had that misconception until I dug deeper into the homeschooling community. 
This is the opportunity to take your learning anywhere and to make your learning organic, make it fun. And it can be an all day thing. Truthfully, learning never has to stop. Learning never has to be a certain amount of hours. I think that's one of the biggest things that it robs us. Trying new things and maybe it not working is not failure either. You've never wasted time in homeschooling or missed any time. It's always benefiting you, your family, your child. It's always moving you guys forward. It's always moving your child forward. I really wanna to talk to you about this lie that we've believed for so long that you're not the expert and the teacher is the expert. The message is so subtle. Like, yeah, I studied this in school. Or, yes, I learned methodology in school. I have been teaching for X amount of years. So I understand what I would need to do next. And, you know, I can say that too. I can say I've been teaching 21 years. And what's really interesting is, take it from me. I have been teaching 24 year, 21 years. And I can tell you, I'm still learning. And... I have learned that homeschool is by far more superior. Unfortunately, it's just this message to separate you from your child's learning has been so clandestine that we're just not seeing it even happening. It's like going under the radar, but I wanna highlight it to you. I want to call it out for what it is. It is a very intentional separation. Teachers in the school don't realize it, but the system is built for it. Now, me as a professional, like they would call me, we've learned techniques from school and we've learned theories. We go to professional developments and we learn different ways and methods to teach. Sometimes we can apply it. Sometimes we can't because of the nature of our classroom and the classroom dynamics or it just cannot be done with our classroom size. But you can, you mom and dad, you can try just about anything. And it's always going to benefit you guys. I really wanna encourage you and impress on you the urgency and importance to take back control of your child's education. And truthfully, it can be so simple. Let me say it again. Pierce versus Society of Sisters. That was when the United States Supreme Court decision to strike down an Oregon statute requiring all children to attend public school. The decision significantly expanded coverage of the due process clause in the 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution to recognize personal civil liberties. It is your right to teach your child. It, I believe it's your duty to be part of your child's educational life and processes, I don't think you should be outsourcing it to people who are not looking at your child's best interest. Again, the curriculums that are in the public school system are to benefit the teacher who has 36 kids in a class, to make their life easier and to be able to dish out all of the same material to all of their students 
And when we are doing that, we are trying to build one type of person. Homeschooling by far is more superior. I want to encourage you, take your child out of the public school system, bring them home, take that time so that you can get to know your child, get to understand your lifestyle, the one that you want to live. If you are a working parent or working parents, there are ways that you can still homeschool and not have to miss work. Or you can really just downsize for a short period of time and make your life super simple. So that way you can build the most important relationship of your life. That's the one with your child. So that's our episode for today. Understanding that you can do this and you are the expert. So until next time, this is the Homeschool Advantage Podcast and I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. You've been listening to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast, where you get the scoop on all the latest vendors that fit your lifestyle. Thanks for listening. Also, follow me wherever you listen to your podcast to stay up to date on the next episode. You can also visit my website where the episodes will be and for my free lesson plan course, which can help you if you have different vendors and you're wondering how do I make them all flow together? Let me help you with that. And if you're a vendor and you think you would like to be on the podcast, send me an email realedtalk at gmail.com. Leave me your name, contact, website, and I'll get back to you. Thanks for stopping in with me and I'll see you on the next time.